It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, and the uh, Rangers did lose 4 1 to the Predators if you were looking for that. What's up there, Flagelman? Uh, no, Eddie Scazzari, nice to have you what? with us. Uh, we get there, it's a football Friday, it's cool games coming up, and his name oh, is man. Al John Dukes. What's up? Oh, hi there, Jerry. Jerry, do you want to talk about sports from last night? Um, we can do whatever the hell you please. I would like to talk sports. First of all, yesterday I asked you, I said, Jerry, there are three main sports yeah. going on uh, last night. We had uh, Rangers against the... Uh, well, I thought Red Wings yesterday morning. Turned out it was the Predators. Uh, no, I mean uh, Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers and the Astros. And the Astros. We had Phillies, Arizona. Which you were looking forward to because it was, was 5 o'clock. Uh, I forgot it was on. And then really? Jaguars, Saints. And I said, of those three games, Jerry, which will be the most exciting? Yeah. And you said Phillies, Arizona. And yeah. I believe you are correct in there. Would you I, say that? Yeah. I mean, I watched uh, about, I only got to see live four innings of this game. Yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, the pitching was good. And you know, it's always funny to me in a baseball game when teams are matching zeros and nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden, a team breaks through, and the other team comes right back and ties the game. It's like, come on. Right. That's what's weird. Like a game that might go into extra innings because it's 0-0. Then like in the top of the 10th, the team scores four runs. Bottom of the 10th, four (laughs) runs. I know. It's so stupid. I know. Or in the NFL where the game's like, it's a 7-3 game going into the fourth quarter. And then both teams put up two or three yep. touchdowns. Yeah. It's very strange. Things just change like that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I didn't take much from that uh, Phillies game. Big deal. 2-1. Uh, when's it go back to Philly, Jerry? Uh, well, you got a couple more games in Arizona. What was two interesting. More? Yeah. What was really interesting was, you know, we were talking last week about um, going into game one of the NLCS with the Phillies and Diamondbacks, that if you wanted to go to the game, how much it would cost to go yeah. to Citizens Bank Ballpark. Very pricey. Standing room only tickets. The get in the door price after fees was five fifty. Five hundred and fifty dollars for a standing room only ticket. That sounds very reasonable, Jerry. I heard for rich people. I turned the radio station on yesterday as I had to run to the store in the whatever time it was, four o'clock, two o'clock, I don't even know what time it was. And I hear Evan talking about how much the tickets were on StubHub for this game in Arizona. Fifteen dollars. I saw uh, what? I saw in the very beginning nine dollars. If you're a Phillies fan, no, and I'm not joking. You could have flown to Arizona, got a stay in a hotel for a night, and it would have cost less yeah. than two standing room only tickets, tolls, parking to go to Philly. Right, for a pair of tickets, absolutely. That is bizarre. Another reason to move to Arizona. They did say it did sell out, though, after all. Then, well, StubHub's secondary market. Oh, I see what you're I'm, saying. I'm yeah. sure it was sold out. The point is there's no... There's no demand on the secondary market for the tickets like there are in New York and in and in Philly and in Boston. It's crazy. Yeah, it's the, it's like the the big old cities still love baseball and the other cities 
they could take it or leave it, Jerry. Although I would think if your team's in the championship series, you're interested in going just to hop on. I'm a big bandwagon guy. I'd love to hop that. on a bandwagon. I know you do. If I was living out there and I wasn't following baseball, I'd be. It's, it's time to hop on the bandwagon. You would. You would go today. Yeah. Why not? It's, bandwagon it's just, hopper. It's just. I'm. It's just crazy to me. So two one uh, Diamondbacks win with a. I know you hate the term walk off single. Game winning single. Off, uh, game winning single. Game winning single. Yes. Game winning single. That was a. Uh, it was an exciting game, though. I did watch. I went and watched the last couple innings this morning. Right. Just to get the feel for what was going on. Yeah. And, man, who's that pitcher on the Diamondbacks at the end of the game? Do you remember? Uh, I don't. Off the top uh, of my head. Seawald. Oh, Paul Seawald. Right. Paul Seawald. The former Met. Oh, man. I forgot about that. Yeah. He was getting squeezed at one point, and he was jumping up and down because uh, a ball he thought he had a nice strike three. It was called high. Right. But then he threw a beautiful pitch after that. I struck out the Phillies. So let me ask you this. All right. Do you think the ticket? I'm sorry, I was I was half making. All right. Fair enough, Jerry. Do you think, and then we'll wrap it up with this, that the tickets were so cheap because they lost the first two games in Philly and there was no belief? Because I'm looking for today and the cheapest ticket. Now it's not Philadelphia. It's not 500 bucks, but with fees, the cheapest getting the door price for today's game, game four, is ninety dollars. That doesn't make sense. That it was nine dollars yesterday, and today it's ninety. Well, maybe they, yeah, maybe now the real bandwagon jumpers are on. They they won a game yesterday. So now the Al Dukes of yeah. Phoenix are in. I'd be like, oh, oh, really? Maybe I need to go to this game. <laughs> maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Yeah, they got a win under the belt. They made it the series. Still incredibly cheap for yes. a playoff game, but yes, not or, nine dollars. Although the game, I was going to say Friday night games are much more fun to go yes, to. I agree. Although yesterday's game would have been at. Uh, 2 p.m. out Maybe there. Maybe that's it. Maybe because everyone's working, and today it's Friday, it's later, right? Because the, the, yeah, the Rangers and Astros are the early game today. Jerry, I look around. I don't know if this doesn't appear to be anybody working. That's true, too. There's traffic at all times. Uh, you try to go uh, get breakfast. Uh, there's a line. Yeah, no, I'm with you. They go to Costco right now at 5 o'clock in the morning. It's packed. If, if they were open to be packed, you can't get out the door. There's a line to get in right now. So, I know you tell me people work. I don't see it, Jerry. Do you know when people work around here? Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Take off Mondays and Fridays. It, I went. I so I walked to the elevator yesterday at eleven o'clock with Pete Bellotti. It took us. I'm not kidding. Seven minutes to get an elevator. Yeah, seven minutes. Freaking Google. Come on. Google lives here now. Why Mondays and Fridays have become much better. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then uh, the in the other uh, series, Jerry. Let's if we're going to finish up a little baseball. Yeah. The uh, the Rangers, a uh, dude on the Rangers got doubled up at first base due to having a batting glove in his back pocket. Oh, Marcus Simeon? Marcus Simeon, yeah. who I thought was the guy that Jets picked up as a quarterback. That's his brother, Trevor. Trevor Simeon. Mm-hmm. Are they really brothers? Yeah. For real? No. <laughs> Come oh. on, man. <laughs> I was going to mostly say swear, Jerry. Swear on your life. <laughs> I'm just kidding with you. Swear on your life. <laughs> I didn't think you would go for that. So, yeah, so... I'm not sure whether I... I don't like it. I don't like it either. So, like, I understand it. I don't like it. So this uh, Marcus Simeon's on first base, got himself a nice, solid lead. Line drive to the yeah. first baseman. First baseman tags him uh, out as he's trying to get back Called to first base. Called safe, though, on the field. Called safe on the field. When they micro-dose it down to little tiny thing, the, the guy had a uh, batting glove in his back pocket. One of the fingers... <laughs> One of the fingers, not all of the fingers. One finger flew up and got tapped, <laughs> and they called him out. And I, it's, it's not wrong. I just, right, it's part of the uniform. I just you... don't like it. I mean, it, and we're seeing it on replay as yeah. we're talking about it in the, on the monitor. 
Yeah, I mean, it's part of the uniform if it's in the pocket, but it's goofy. One finger, Jerry. Look. Yeah. Oh. No, I know. And they really did have to, they had to really hone in on it. Like, yeah. There, there was a big zoom to get to it. The whole thing to me, though, is it's kind of like, I, li- I do like replay. You know I want the I want the computer generated strike zone. I'm not saying get robot rid of, umps. Yes, I'm not saying get rid of the umpire behind home plate. They still have a role, but I want the strike zone corrected. I hate the way the game is called, and I love replay. But something like that bothers me, even though I know it's technically correct. And also the whole neighborhood thing at second base annoys me, even though I know it's technically correct. And the other one is when a player steals second, clearly safe. They pop up. And their yeah. cleat spike just barely comes off the base. And the guy's, I, I know he's out, but he's safe. Right. He's he made it to the base. God, I can't stand that. I agree with that, Jerry. Uh, and the uh, the uh, band Creed. Remember yeah. Creed, Jerry? Didn't, They didn't manifest Creed into winning last night? No, they manifested Creed because they showed up at the game. Yeah. And they were excited to be there. But they didn't win. But it was not enough to beat the Astros. Hey, the Astros or something, man. What's that series now? 2-2. Two, two, two. Two. Two two and the Astros are now ten and one in Arlington this year. Ten and one. Is that right? That is crazy. Man. Like the Rangers can't beat them in their own stadium. Yeah, I'm enjoying the baseball playoffs. By and could by you that, isolate I mean, that, please, Mike? I am. If you don't mind, I really didn't think I would care it's, about baseball it's playoffs. Fun. It's interesting. I I agree. That's why I hate that we shut it down around here. Shut now, it down, Jerry. Listen, if the Pirates and Rays are playing yeah. in the World Series, I understand there's not much interest. But I've been on the Rangers all year. The Astros are fun. The Phillies, I hate to say this, are a fun watch. Yeah, it's been good. They are a fun watch, Jerry. They I'm are. a freaking Phillies fan at this point. Sorry to say that to my <laughs> Met fans. Here's the question. You have your fraudulent list of five favorite teams every Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Who will be your favorite baseball team on opening day? It'll be the Mets. No, it can't be the Mets. You just said you no, no, become a Phillies fan. I'll forget about this no. by the, in that long period in the, the dead of winter. What if I took you to game two at Citizens Bank Ballpark? Of the World Series? Uh, not, no, 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 no. Oh. So game one's crazy because it's packed. Home opener. Oh, game or the, two in the regular but season. But game two, it's much quieter, but not, I mean, Philly's still crazy. Nice day game, maybe a 2 p.m. start. We drive down. Yeah. I'll have you home by 6 o'clock. Nice and easy. You, you, you'll be breaking out some Phillies gear. I know you will. Oh, because yeah, I'm not going to wear a Met gear at the... I didn't say it's Mets Phillies. I don't know who they're playing. No, no, I, I know what you're saying. But And I even, like, disliked Bryce Harper. And not now anymore. I like, I like him. I agree. Sucks. I did not like Bryce Harper either. Yeah. Until my son came across a YouTube video about Harper in high school. Yeah. And the draft and then his time in Washington. I... He became a very likable figure to me. Yeah, he's listening to sports talk radio yep. down there, having fun with the callers. Wouldn't he have been great? God, if he was a Yankee. That well, then I wouldn't like saw him. him. Well, you don't know that. You might have liked him more, actually. That's true, because I do root for the Yankees here. Yeah. I'm so confused. You, uh, well, you're not a fan. Oh. You're casual. Cash? Yeah, you're a casual All fan, right. I suppose. Does the rock band Creed have to show up again, you think? No, I'd kick him out now. They lost (laughs) 10-3. Get out. Not only that, they gave up a bunch of runs early. Yeah, get out, Creed. So, it was so funny, too. You and I agree, Max Scherzer was not great the other night. Correct. Bruce Bochy's making excuses for him. Andrew Haney didn't have it last night. And he's like, oh, he didn't have it. But the night before, Max Scherzer was good? Right, he did a lot of good things. It's funny. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And then last night there was an NFL game, Jerry. It was uh, the Jaguars beat the Saints 31-24. Uh, there was, uh, what was that? Going into the fourth quarter, that was a 24-9 game. Yes, another nice comeback for uh, the Saints. Yeah, so the Saints bring it all the way back, tie the game at 24. And then, uh, mm, we, uh, what's his name? Derek Carr, Jerry, had some troubles down there uh, in, the, um, in the red zone. Well, actually at the six-yard line. There were four incomplete passes. One should have been caught. Yeah. Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau. Now, we talked earlier this week about, remember G was like, you really think when these guys go home, they give a crap? Yeah. I think we were talking about the baseball guys more so than the football. So, Moreau is there with the media after the game. So, he drops that ball, Jerry. He was wide open. So, it's interesting. I don't think he dropped it. It was off his fingertips. And my first thought was Derek Carr overshot him a little bit. I agree with that. Except for the fact that he, um, no, number one, listen to just how like depressed he sounds. It's a dark place to be. It's the National Football League. Um, it doesn't come down to one play, but it comes down to one play. All right, fair enough. And then this is the next one. The team fought. The team fought. Listen to the as end. Hard as hard as we did. And um, it's just unacceptable. Unacceptable and pathetic, and he's talking about himself. And then he would go on to say, because one of the reporters said, seemed like a tough catch, and then he went on to explain, nope, lack of focus on my part. I cut the route short and was supposed to be deeper in the corner of the end zone. He put the ball where it was supposed to be, 100% on me. So, like, those are the things as fans, like, I'm watching that, you're watching that, saying, God, Derek Carr just missed him. No, Derek Carr put it in the exact spot it was supposed to be, but he broke the route off. He said two, I think he said two steps sooner than he was supposed to, and it was supposed to go deeper into the corner. That's a, a, a stand-up guy. B, another example of how we have no idea what the hell we're watching. Right, you don't know whose fault or yes. you know who's to blame in these situations. He's saying Derek Carr made the perfect pass, and he blew it. So, I don't know. Yeah, he was uh, very dejected, though. This, he was. Uh, he's tight end or a wide receiver? Tight end, Jerry? I believe. Tight end? Yeah. Moreau? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was looking. He had his head in his hands. Uh, he looked like he was crying on the bench. Yeah. And you, like you say, you, like you do want people to care, but then you also feel bad for this dude because yes. he looks like. It crosses over. Yeah. And then I, I would even wonder, like, okay, so next week, does he. Is he now doubting himself catching a ball? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Because I, if I'm him and listening to him, I don't think it's so much he feels like he dropped the ball as much as he dropped. He had lack of focus he and screwed the up the route. Yeah. Plus, one touchdown catch and you're a hero again. Right. Honestly. The one quote he had, too, which I'll play at 630, uh, they said, I forget what the question was something along the lines of, you guys have been pretty close. Like, I know you're three and four, but can make every case that you could be five and two at this point. And he goes, you know, given what just happened, I don't think anything, anybody within 200 miles of this place wants to hear from me right now. <laughs> like, right. Wow. I mean, yeah. he was really hard on himself. Yeah. You know what I would do, Jerry, if I'm Derek Carr? First pass of the game I agree. goes to him. I couldn't agree with you more. 
That's You're what I used right. to do in touch football on the street. If one of my receivers dropped the ball, go right back to him. Now, if he dropped it, would you go over and say it's okay? Or would you be like, dude, you're killing me. My stats, I mean. Yeah, a little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both. But you got to go right back to him. Boom. I remember the announcers always, because I used to remember that as a kid when I was playing touch football. Mm-hmm. And I would say that, but I got to go right back to him. The announcers must have said that all the time. They probably during games when yeah. a guy dropped the ball, especially in a big spot. Yeah, go right back to him, get him on the positive side again. Then if he drops it again, oof. then he's out. Oh boy! Then we trade him, get him off the field. <laughs> two, two drops not acceptable. Exactly. One drop, you're human. Two drops, you suck. You suck. Get out. All right, quick break. When we come back, the time has come for a week seven edition of what we like to call cool games that's right cool games that's your guy kevin cullen there in uh, middletown he's wearing his cool games hoodie today there al how's that right kevin Uh, yeah that's he was the guy with the birthday the other day okay cool games fan that's exactly right so he is waiting by patiently as are many others for what is about to come uh, five minutes from now or so actually really two minutes don't go anywhere two minutes from now we have cool games uh we got that and oh by the way boomer and geo on a football friday on the fan